Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Smash. Susie. What was, what was the game? No, I don't want to play any more games. I have done a lot of things in my past. Hi, sisters. I did it. Hello and welcome to What's On Your Feed. I'm Rose Confetti on Gadigal Land. And my name is Henny Soy on Wajak Noonga Buja. This is the show where we talk about everything we've seen on our socials this week. And by everything, we mainly just mean the stuff that's either made us laugh, the stuff that's made us cry, the stuff that's made us go, what the heck is that? The stuff that's put us in pain. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's a bit of that. The cringe <laughs> content sometimes on TikTok is next level. I know this week, Henny, we've been appalled by people's Halloween costume choices. Yeah, and that's not what's coming up on this episode, but I will just add in a little rant here. If you are telling me (laughs) that you're going to dress up as Medusa for Halloween, I don't expect you to just put on a cute skirt and a cardigan and put a headband in your hair and call it a day when this bitch has hair full of snakes. It's made of snakes. Where where was that in the costume idea? (laughs) Oh, it is That's truly, another story. <laughs> truly disappointing. This week we're not talking about Halloween costumes, thankfully, but we are going to be talking about a bunch of fun topics. Henny, what have we got? Well, you are going to attempt to uncover the identity of a new British pop star. Yes. Ooh. We're going to be predicting future celebrity memoirs, mm-hmm. but first... I'm dreading this. (laughs) Two of the most controversial creators from YouTube are back together after a three-year hiatus. Mm. These two are none other than Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star. Ah, It's like horror movie noises. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We really thought there would never be a day where these two would reunite after they both got cancelled for pretty vile racism things, blackface on Shane Dawson's part and some weird cat stuff I won't go into. (laughs) And then Jeffree Star is constantly, um, you know, towing, not even towing the line, just like fucking crossing the line constantly. On racism issues. So back three years ago, they had an original YouTube series called The Beautiful World of Jeffree Star. And it was a five-part series. Rose and I were obsessed with this at the time, analyzing it. We didn't like the documentary making. No. But we thought the content was very interesting. I remember we were quite analytical about it. We were like, yes. yeah. We were well, at uni at the time too. <laughs> the, the cinematography could really use some work. <laughs> but the story here is quite compelling. Yes. Compelling enough to rack up over those five episodes, over 138 million views. That's too many. <laughs> and you know it was a compelling series because the views stayed quite consistent between the five parts. Yeah. You know, when sometimes around. first parts get the most views and then people sort of tail off. Mm-hmm. They obviously had something going where people really liked it. Now, Rose, do you remember what in particular they did during this series? Oh, you know what? I do because I have the result of the series. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so the series followed the two of them making a makeup palette because Jeffree Star is a makeup, uh, I won't say mogul, but I hate that word, um, mm. like <laughs> owns a makeup empire and Shane Dawson for some reason developed an interest in makeup. I, okay, here's the thing. Is this like real or is this like a bit? Real. Like actually me doing some, like a makeup thing? Oh my God, wait. 
just sitting here like the conspiracy palette. Wait, would anybody buy that? Okay, honestly. Though. I'm ready to buy it. And... <laughs> and so they work together to make a palette and I literally own the palette. I'll take a selfie with it for the Instagram. Oh, please do. I remember when you bought it and you, you brought up. it into uni with yes. you. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. <laughs> what were some of the shade names? I, re- I remember they named a pink one after Trisha Paytas. I can go get it. Hang on. Give me one sec. So the end of the series was when they released the conspiracy palette, which tied into Shane Dawson's history-making conspiracy theory videos. And I can reveal inside the giant palette we have (laughs) a color that's like a, I never used it, an olive green called conspiracy, a silver called diet cola, a neutral pink called my pills. Oh, dear. (laughs) A brown called Tanacon. Oh, okay. That's another episode in itself. <laughs> a dark green called Illuminati with TEA. Uh, and then finally, I guess, a pink shimmery one that I actually used a lot of. It was like quite pretty. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> just a theory because that ties in with the whole conspiracy theory thing. It has. It makes no sense. There's neutrals and some colors. None of it makes any sense, but I have to admit, it's been a pretty long-lasting good palette. I can't lie. Jeffrey has been known to make good makeup, but Annoyingly. Jeffrey himself, not a good person. No. Alas, Shane announced literally yesterday from the time of recording that they are coming back with a series, which is interesting because since that initial series three years ago and um, Shane was you know cancelled he's made a handful of videos including an apology one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but not really much has been going on on youtube he's been he he took a big step back from public life and i'm just surprised that he went so bold in coming back but also it's very strategic because he knows this is what people are interested in yeah especially and you'll remember this if you've been listening to the podcast since the start Jeffree Star has since kind of taken a little bit of a step back from Mm. makeup he's doing skincare but also he lives on a ranch with the yaks with the yak meat star yak ranch isn't it or is it just star ranch I don't know I don't know and apparently we are going to have to care because the videos come out next week and it's all about Jeffrey's new life. It's called The New World of Jeffree Star and it will be coming out the day after this podcast comes out. So if you're listening on the day this is up or the day after, you can head over to YouTube on November 1st and start watching whatever this will be. Rose, what are your initial thoughts about this upcoming series? What do you think will be in mm. this? It's really tricky because I have definitely stopped engaging with both Shane and Jeffrey. I would not have bought any more of their products. I don't watch their videos. So I have actually no idea what's been going on in their lives. My anticipated vibes that I would get from it are Shane is going to put Jeffrey in a position where, and he did it last time, it makes you feel for Jeffrey when maybe you shouldn't. It's going to be a little Mm -hmm. bit manipulative. Yep. (laughs) And I think there's going to be lots of Shane going, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) pulling that stupid face that he pulls. Um, But I don't. I don't know if it's going to reach the viewership that it did last time. When they made the videos last time, 
it had been ages since Shane had done anything that was that ambitious, but I think now people are sick of it and people have moved on. So I don't think it's going to be as successful, but we will see. What do you reckon, Henny? I agree completely. And I know that this is an attempt for them to both be redeemed and potentially get some of that former glory that they once had. To be perfectly honest, both of these people are doing fine in their lives. They don't need financially yeah. necessarily to do this, although I know especially Jeffrey is a particularly greedy person. So, you know, the extra yep. <laughs> the extra um, bit of attention they can get and that could potentially lead into further sales of things, I think Jeffrey would be so about that. So important, mm. as you said, Jeffrey's always down to be the victim in all of this. So it'll be interesting to see how he spins that tale. Maybe we'll have to do some little updates each week as the episodes come out. Yeah. That'll be cute, a little update off the top. Please watch along with us. Feel free to jump in our DMs and let us know what you think as you're watching them or just stick around and we can give you the highlights. I have no doubt they're going to be stupidly long and drawn out. (laughs) Now, Henny, I promised you a story of a mistaken identity and uncovering of an identity. Mm -hmm. This all comes down to a pop star known as Lynx. They're from the UK and they make this really cool gay club pop music and they've been performing at festivals recently. But the thing is about Lynx is they wear this knitted balaclava with like little horns on the top. They don't show their identity when they're on stage because Lynx is like a performance art, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm into that, you know, keep the mystery alive. It's like yeah. Banksy. It's like uh, the gorillas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so audience members have been trying to figure out who Lynx is. And Lynx actually posted a video that caught my eye because an account known as La Dollar Bean mm-hmm. <laughs> on TikTok has suggested that perhaps Lynx is Stefan from the Midnight Beast. Does that okay. name ring a bell to you the midnight beast does i remember being obsessed with their parody of akesha's song tiktok back in the day oh my god i think i knew it word from word we'll have to do a little sample clip for people to have all those memories flash back to them I actually went back at this point because I thought, La Dollar Bean, <laughs> are you right? Is this, in fact, Stefan from the Midnight Beat? Also, what a wild guess. What a wild Who's digging that out of their brain? Especially because Midnight Beast has not really been an active band for a long time now. No. So the Midnight Beast, if you remember them or if you need a little bit of a memory jog, they were popular in around 2010. They have about 400,000 subscribers. Other parodies you might remember, they did Down by Jay Sean, except it was... (laughs) Baby, are your trousers falling down? They played heaps of live shows. They made music pretending to be a boy band. And they weirdly have this video with Nicholas Holt, who plays Peter in um, The Great. And he's also in Skins, where he just punches out one of the band members. It is the most (laughs) 2010s British boy videos ever but weirdly they got so popular that Stefan one of the members produced a song for Selena Gomez in 2011 (laughs) and so now he's being suspected of being a new artist yeah it's super weird I think what's happened here is 
Lynx does have a similar-ish accent to Stefan from the Midnight Beast, I guess. I mean, we will have played clips at this point. You can see what you think. <laughs> this is what Lynx's music sounds like for context. I won't text you back. I've got a train to catch. I have to go. So I guess they have similar accents, but I think that might only be to people who aren't actually British. Is there anything else as to why they think that <laughs> this is just so random to me? Why do they think that Stefan is this random queer like <laughs> nightclub artist? <laughs> I don't know, but I really, really love the way that Lynx went on to respond to this. Uh, they invited Stefan from the Midnight Beast to make a video together, right, to be in the same room. Um, but, and we'll put this on our Instagram, they made the video very very, very clearly edited uh, to kind of tongue-in-cheek imply that maybe they are the same person. Okay, guys, so I just need to clear up some of the rumours that have been going around about me recently. So in my last video of me performing at Reading Festival, a lot of people became convinced that I was, in fact, Naughty's teen musical comedy sensation, Stefan Abington of The Midnight Beast. There were literally tens of comments making the connection, as you can see. And this all came together in a TikTok by user LaDollarBean1997. As you can see, their TikTok has now been liked almost 13,000 times. And when people tried to challenge their theory, LaDollarBean1997 became quite aggressive and repeatedly said they would not be satisfied unless they saw both of us together in the same room at the same time. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. And hopefully that will clear things up. Hi, I'm Lynx. Hi, I'm Naughty's team musical comedy sensation, Stefan Abedin from the Midnight Beast. Yeah, uh, we're both here in the same room uh, to clear up these rumours once and for all because we are not the same person. <laughs> so true, and it will be great to finally put these rumours to bed, Links. Oh, I agree, Stefan. How's about a high five on that? Sure. Great. Um, so yeah, I hope that clears everything up. Madonna B1997, Lynx, Stefan, two very different people. But I did do some research. Uh, Lynx is absolutely not <laughs> Stefan from The Midnight Beast. Stefan from The Midnight Beast actually just wrote a musical that's about what? pyramid schemes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it's on, like right now. If you're in the UK, you can go see it. That sounds lit. I <laughs> <laughs> And he's got his own music label with a friend and he also makes his own music. I looked it up. It actually sounds kind of great. So uh, he's not, he's not Lynx. Lynx, <laughs> who actually used to go by Lynx Africa. Oh my God. <laughs> and Elliot Brett is the real name of the person who performs as Lynx. So wait, so we knew his identity all along. <laughs> I think maybe LaDollarBean doesn't Google or maybe LaDollarBean just wanted to create a fun conspiracy theory. Look, I don't think this conspiracy theory is going to reach high proportions. I think we may have already solved the mystery. However, especially as like Lynx's <laughs> real name is like out there. <laughs> yeah, what? I found some articles from 2018 when they were just starting out and it's like, Elliot, Brett, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, that was really disappointing. I was ready for an investigation. This is why you can't trust shit on TikTok, hey, because I'm probably one of those people who would have seen the Dollar Bean's initial video and been like, hmm, oh, I might believe this. Yeah, that's why I investigated it. I was like, oh, my God, they've come back. How good is this? Because it's got some of the same energy. It's got that okay. quirky, tongue-in-cheek, playful energy to it that I could see 
on some of Lynx's older videos how you could have gone, oh, they're a bit, they're a little reminiscent of that band I used to listen to in Mm -hmm. 2010. But this is to clear up that is absolutely not the case, but I love that they both played into it. Penny, when I saw this video, I knew we had to talk about it. It comes from Becca, the writer. She's a ghost writer and apparently a book coach, whatever that is. Naming celebrity memoirs that don't exist yet, let's go. I'd guess that we're about three years away from a JoJo Siwa memoir, and personally, I can't wait. If I were ghostwriting this memoir, I would name it In Full Color. My absolute dream ghostwriting project is the Demi Lovato memoir that has been in talks forever. I think they already have the book deal. I just don't think the book is done because I think they signed the deal like three years ago, and obviously a lot has happened for them since then. So if you're on her team, please give me a call. This book would obviously cover all of the traumatic things that have happened to her in the last couple of years. And of course, her being highly controlled by her management, which is why it would be called Controlled Substance. And you may know that Miley Cyrus does technically already have a book out, but somehow I feel like she might have a little bit more to say since 2012's heavily ghostwritten Miles to Go. I think it's a missed opportunity if Miley's new book didn't allude to the existence of her past book. And given her fast lifestyle, I think it would be called Miles Per Hour. I love this video and I love the concept of talking about which celebrities you would like to go strike for and what you think the title should be. Yes, and because let's be honest, like celebrities be pumping out memoirs left, right and centre. Which celebrity doesn't? Have you read any celebrity memoirs? I've actually read a couple, I think. I've actually read Courtney Act slash Shane Jennings memoir. Uh, very famous Australian Ooh. drag queen, which I highly recommend that memoir. I don't think that one was ghostwritten at all. It sounds a lot like Shane wrote it themselves. Have you read any? My first memoir, celebrity memoir I ever read was Julie Andrews. I requested oh, it when for my 11th birthday. I was a big oh. Julie Andrews fan. I can't, I've still got the book. I, it probably could have been one that was ghostwritten. There was a little bit of personal stuff in there, but mm-hmm. I'm not a memoir person. I'm not a nonfiction person, okay. Okay. so I don't do it too often. However, on the drag queen front, mm. I've read Willem's self-help book. Wonderful. And fun fact, I gave Willem my review of the book um, oh, at a meet and greet and so Willem posted it all over their social media. That is so cool. And then I've also read Michelle Visage's um, oh, great. memoir slash self-help, which I highly recommend. That one was obviously not ghostwritten. I think that was very good. And I met Michelle as well and she signed my book. So oh. look at me now. I just need to find Julie Andrews yeah. to sign my book to get a win. But as I said, I'm not someone who really enjoys that kind of reading, mm. but I'm fascinated by their releases. I'm fascinated Mm -hmm. by the names of these memoirs as well because I feel like it can easily fall into like a cliche category. This really got us thinking about who we would want to read a memoir from or who you'd like to write for and what you would call their memoir. Have you thought about it? Do you have one that you would like to do? Well, on the front of Child Stars, you know, mm-hmm. um, Becca mentions in the video that they believe Jojo Siwa will oh, be the next <laughs> pop star in the next few years to release a memoir. And I think Jojo will have a lot to say I'd read it. because they've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the one that I think is coming out in the next few years will be Northwest's memoir. <laughs> and I've even thought of the title. Are you ready? I'm so ready. The Second Coming. <laughs> Is she the second child? No, no, no. Like the second coming of Christ. Oh, 
<laughs> my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> she truly <laughs> believes that she is God's gift to this earth. You can get that vibe from Northwest. Oh. And if you follow the Instagram account Nori's Black Book, which is someone parodying Northwest, and it's been running for years, even the Kardashians have said this person is like tapped into North's personality. Like every time they write a status, and it sounds like something Northwest oh. would have actually written. And also, that is perfection. Kanye is so fucking religious. I would be surprised if he does believe that he has created the second coming of Christ. It's a great clickbaity headline for North to play into. She could get the coverage. And she's already making TikToks, you know. She's got her creative flair. I do think she'll probably have a ghostwriter stepped in. She is a child still. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there was all this controversy a while ago over whether she, or not she painted this painting that Kim put up and said that oh, she painted, yeah. which was so sophisticated. And, you know, did she get a ghost painter for that? What's going to stop her from getting a ghostwriter? What about you, Rosa? Who do you think? This is a strange one, but I want <laughs> a memoir short series featuring people who played like the second most important character in a tv show the ones <gasps> who didn't fully make it to stardom because the reason I thought of this was because a lot of people are talking about the memoir of uh Ariana's co-star Jeanette McCurdy Jeanette exactly Jeanette McCurdy and she spoke a lot about it along with a lot of other really important things uh about her jealousy of Ariana at certain points in her life and I want to hear that across the board from like Mm. all tv shows and I want to hear those little insights into what the actual stars were like on set and what it's like being a part of something that's getting really famous but not being the star. Very good point, Rose. But if you have any ideas of who you think will be the next celebrity to get a ghost-written memoir and what its title will be, yeah. please let us know because what a fun concept. This could, this would be good dinner party conversation. Oh, I love it. And you can do that over on our Instagram, which of course is what's on your feed pod. And you can DM us there. We'll also post the videos we've talked about today. And there's a little email down the bottom. If you want to go old school and email us, it's almost like a letter at this point. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.